This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Hey, that kind of thing. Ho, ho, ho. That is how Greg Cody sings even during the holiday season. That's right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. What a time to be alive. Happy Christmas, happy uh, Hanukkah, happy holidays to everybody. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Should I begin with the classic Christmas carol? As we start this holiday joyous episode, just know that a thread throughout this is me trying to kill a bug that's been flying around me for the last 10 minutes. I have the bug zapper in hand. So as we begin this joyous episode, I am looking to murder a bug. Bah humbug. There you go. Bah humbug. <laughs> humbug. I like it. Murdering a humbug. That's what we got to do. No oh. humbugs allowed this holiday season. I tell you what. So here's my classic Christmas carol. Are you ready? We are all wearing uh, Christmas hats. I want the podcast audience to know that. Yes, that's I true. just cut you off. And I really am going to try to be better about that. A couple of people have tweeted me like since the release of last week's episode. And um, I, I'm going to have some, there's some self-reflection here. I knew that I, it was a little bit of a thing, but I didn't know that it was like that bad. Yeah. Hey, buddy, this ain't a New Year's episode. Let it roll. <laughs> you know, that. Uh, yeah, Dave Barry calling you out on interrupting was, was a, a highlight of the year. Uh, in case we ever have a highlight of the year episode. My nuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost snipping at my dough. <laughs> Forgot all about it. Is that just been your risque joke to go to during the holiday <laughs> season? Right. For how long? Exactly. Like, I want to know what Forever. year, the first year you sang that. Be honest it, with me. Think it, right it now. It fits so perfectly. Just, I want to know, is this Greg Cody's original thought, or did you take it from... Ed Pope or um, Alan Cherry? Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody I know would say my nuts <laughs> roasting on an open fire. Or is it open flame? Either one would hurt. It's fire. You can't date back like the first time you uh, might have said that, saying that? I can't, but I can tell you the uh, impetus for it, the uh, inspiration for it. Back <laughs> the in the day, uh, Dean Martin. Odd choice. You know, this was, this was when the rules were all different. Dean Martin, the singer, oh, the no. Frank Sinatra Rat Pack guy, used to appear on talk shows and variety shows. He would walk on stage with a lit cigarette in one hand and uh, a scotch on the rocks in another hand, and he would sit, He would slur through Christmas carols at this time <laughs> of year. And he didn't say, my nuts roasting on an open fire, but his whole delivery and, you know, just boozy, uh, you know, it was just great. It was a fantastic. <laughs> so and th we're talking 60s, early 70s. Right in my wheelhouse. I've never forgotten it. And that's the inspiration for my nuts roasting on an open fire. How about that? Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. And happy holidays. How about that? Okay, we, we, we got an action-packed holiday jamboree here. We got uh, my 12 rules of Christmas. We have a Christmas-themed dad joke of the week. Wow. Christmas edition, three facts, Jack, and an all-time great Mount Gregmore of all-time best Christmas gifts. Wow. Wow, indeed. <laughs> Chris is Say so happy. wow again. Yeah. <laughs> Can we, it's so good, we should save it for the end, the Mount Gregmore, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay, I know. It's always been your favorite uh, <laughs> segment of the, the entire show. Let's start off with a quick dad joke of the week. Christmas style. Shall we? <laughs> sure. I got two, just in case you guessed the first one. Uh, what did Santa's little helpers learn at school? Um, I was going to think of like, I was trying to think of like spelling, elfing, or no. no. Okay, well, you're close. The alphabet. Yeah, uh, see? The alphabet. Something with elf. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's my personal favorite, because we do bonus Christmas dad jokes. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Dead air. Dead holiday air. 
It's it's chilly air. It's nice. Okay. When it it is dead air. I, it gets me every time. <laughs> There's snowflakes falling in the dead air. Snowflakes <laughs> falling in the, the dead air. air. <laughs> the answer is, how much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Nothing. It was on the house. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> See, that's a good one. <laughs> that's pretty good. That that's might be pretty good. Of all your dad jokes this entire year, that might be a top 10. Yeah. No, I liked it. I uh, uh, smiled out loud. Okay. Three Facts Jack, Christmas edition. Number three, the abbreviation Xmas may be blasphemous to some and is sort of thought of as fairly recent, but the word, the abbreviation Xmas dates back to the mid-1500s and is derived from the Greek letter X, which is the first letter in the Greek word for Christ. Huh. Interesting. I, I did not know that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well put. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Carson dropping into the holiday special. Uh, number two. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> that is, uh, I, uh, that all is of weird. my impressions well, are other people's impressions. My impression of Johnny Carson is my dad and my uncle doing Johnny Carson. I, uh, okay. That's, just, that's what they always do. If you play a round of golf with Greg Cody and Dick Cody, there's an over under for I, uh, is like six and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I could do that like 10 times in a row. It's so annoying. I, uh, okay. Number two, it's a wonderful life. One of the most enduring and a beloved. What? It's a horrible movie. Okay, The Interrupter just made a guest <laughs> appearance, ladies and gentlemen. And The Interrupter can be dismissed from this chat. I love that film. It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life, one of the most enduring and beloved Christmas films of all time, and Greg's personal favorite, bombed at the box office when first released in 1946. It wasn't until 1974 when its copyright expired and TV networks could air it for free that it gained traction and became a holiday staple. Huh. That's funny. I I actually said I hated that movie, and I, I was kidding. I honestly don't think I've ever actually watched it in its entirety. It, it's oh, I love such it a so classic. Much. I've oh, said it before. You. I'll say it again. I fall in love with Donna Reed every year when I watch it's that movie. It's such a it's great It's weird, cast. I know, but like, I just, she's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> cast. Uh, number one, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer made his debut in 1939, not in a song, but in a giveaway coloring book created by a copywriter for Montgomery Ward Department Store. Well, there you have it. <laughs> I, love, exactly. I just love silence after anything. is really funny. Just letting it sit. <laughs> there you have it is about as good a description as that, as that deserves. Since you mentioned Rudolph, the, like the song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Red-Nosed Reindeer. What? Yeah. We, on social media, the Levitard show on earlier uh, last week was going around asking, what's your least favorite Christmas song? Right. And I got shamed because my contribution was Hallelujah, which my dad has Christmas albums. Like every Christmas, he's playing a lot of albums, and it would always come on at some point where it's Hallelujah. It's not a Christmas song. It does. I understand. See, I was about to say, I'm not. All right. Now, after doing my research, because they, they came after me, I, I'm not saying it was written as a Christmas song, but I, I looked it up. Many artists have had in their Christmas albums that song. Yeah. So that's that was my only point. No, you're right. My ire is not directed at you for choosing it. My ire is directed at the fact that it shows up on Christmas playlists. That's right. that's my ire. I'm not here to argue its validity in being that. I'm just saying I grew up list like I heard it. So okay, it, let, I was let, made. Uh, the people came after me, and I needed to defend myself. All right. Let me give you my intel on this. Uh, I'm looking at a story that says. 
Um, Hallelujah, the song was first associated with Christmas in 2010 when Britain's Got Talent sensation Susan Boyle included it on her 2010 holiday album, which hit number one on the Billboard charts. Uh, and I'm looking at a he- another headline here that said Leonard's Co- Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, how it became a Christmas hit. So whether you think it is or should be, it is. That's all I'm saying. I don't think we should let Susan Boyle be the arbiter for Christmas. Oh, no, I'm not. No I know that like, like the lyrics of the song are, are not written for Christmas like that. Right. I acknowledge. Totally it's, not. And the song annoys me. So now I'm with you. That was my point. <laughs> it's like of all the songs I hear around Christmas time, this is the one I don't enjoy hearing. Right. There, there's actually a great ver- Leonard Cohen, of course, the, the great Canadian singer uh, originated that song. But there's a great version uh, of the song that is more Christmassy than his version by Katie Lang. Uh, the, the, I don't even know how to describe her. She's not a country singer per se, but sort of is. Anyway, she does a great yeah, rendition that's of that the song. That's my, my all-time favorite. That's the one I believe you play on some CD every Christmas. That's why it, I just associated with it. That was, like, that was all I was saying, and everyone was like, ha! Ah. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, know, you can definitely find that song on a lot of Christmas Carrie Underwood and playlists. Carrie Underwood, there you go, another one. Careful now. Oh, you're a dude, so you're allowed, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, she, it's just a fact she had it on her Christmas album. Hallelujah. That's true. Um, should, should we get to my 12 rules of Christmas? We really should. I mean, it's, it's jam-packed, I have to tell you. I mean, and, and, hold on. Here's the thing. Wait, we have yeah. imaging, though. Hit it. Uh-oh. Well, the first rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me. Ah, look at us. All right. I feel like I'm on a sleigh right now with Santa. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Christopher is like bobbing his head back and forth like he's on a sleigh. Dad, I want you to pretend this entire time that we're all on a sleigh, the three of us. We are. We're we're rocking back and forth here. Number one rule of Christmas. No gifts given in a bag. (laughs) Wrapping paper only, please. (laughs) Wrapping paper only. Listen. No bows or ribbons are necessary, but wrap it. And guess what? I'm going to be a judge. I'm going to silently, privately judge you on your wrapping acumen. So if my wrapping is solid, but I use a lot of tape to get there, do you deduct for like the amount of tape it takes me to get a good... You know what? Minimal taping is like bonus points. Right. Okay. If you go overboard with the taping, I do deduct. Like the highest score I can get with a lot of tape is like a nine. Like it's hard to get above a nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe an eight. Yeah. Like most white dudes, my rap game is bad. Really, that's a white dude's thing. I never associated that. I'm an expert rapper. My rap game, Chris. (laughs) Oh, wow. Damn, that was a good one. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I I, I just stayed literal. I was like, wow, are white guys bad at rapping? Yeah, that went over my (laughs) head, too. Yeah, that went over my head, too. You you texted Juju, hey, are you good at rapping presents? I was just literally going to just be like, I was going to have my Hispanic friends. Like, I I was just going to like, I was going to be like, wait, are you guys good at this? And I'm bad? Am I like, I thought it was rap, rap, rap. They call him the rapper. Another Greg, another Greg Cody classic every holiday season right there. Would you acknowledge that I'm considered to be an excellent gift wrapper? Yes. Okay. Uh, what I Thank like you. about my dad, and this is something that's like, you know, I'm making fun of kind of what it is, kind of like a sentimental thing. And I've taken it. It's one of those things that like I make fun of my dad a lot and everyone thinks I hate him. But like I'm turning into him in a lot of ways. I he, My dad was always is always uh, it's not was is always great about when he when he labels his gifts. He's very clever and funny with two son from father. They're never there's never two of the same. It's always 
you know, to, from writer to lawyer, if it's my mom and him, like, <laughs> does he refer like, to Michael as other son, Michael? <laughs> like, like, like he's, he's got like, it's, and I, and I love that. And it's just one of those little things that you like, just appreciate. No, that's and true. I, I try to do that now. It's the thought. He goes a little, just a little extra effort. Yeah. And yeah. It's just, no, yeah I, and they're immaculately wrapped. And then they're like, it's like very neat written. And it's just like a clever quip. And then he has all his gifts for the person, like, neatly stacked under the tree. And, like, we all just kind of... I actually prefer a messy... Lionel messy. Under the tree. Yeah, like, don't... Yes. I don't need them. I don't need them stacked, like, you know, uh, like, buildings in New York. Like, I want them, like... I want it to look like a okay. Serengeti. Okay. <laughs> Serengeti. More like it. Hello. Okay. Moving on. Well, the second rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me... Cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. They're a must. And poinsettias, champagne and cranberry for adult libation. That's yeah. the routine. Cinnamon rolls, poinsettias. Is this just going to be what Greg Cody does on Christmas? Are your rules? Yeah. <laughs> Who am I? What am I? I'm giving somebody else's rules? What are you, insane? When was the last time you didn't have cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning? It's unimaginable. It's been forever. I, I can't even literally tell you. Uh, because it's it's just eternal. It's forever. And once in a while, my wife will sneak, uh, you know, an eggnog, put a little splash of rum in it. Me, I'm not a nog guy. Right. Not a nog yeah. guy. Uh, it's it's too thick. It's like it it's coats the tongue. I'm just not an eggnog guy. But it's got to be cinnamon rolls and poinsettias. Well, the third rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me. Number three, no gift cards. None. Might as well just hand me cash. I, I kind of agree with this for Christmas. Like a birthday gift, you know, if you don't got time running late, give a little gift card, it's fine. Christmas, you got to put a little thought into a Christmas gift. Yeah, I agree. I agree, especially if you know the person directly. Like, like right. my wife, the, the, the people at the Taekwondo school bring gift cards all the time. That's fine. They don't know her on a really personal level. They're just trying to say thanks for being a good teacher. You know what? I just thought of one instance every year I get my wife the same gift card. It's a stocking stuffer, so I feel like that's an easy, like if you're going to do a gift card, it has to be like a stocking stuffer. I'm going to pull the tip of my glasses to the tip of my nose. All the fellas out there, do it, do it. Victoria's Secret. You got it. Mm. You got it. That's a winner. Okay. So you don't want to buy that stuff yourself. You don't want to be seen walking into a Victoria's Secret store. Well, Dad, I got to go in there to get the gift cards. Maybe. (laughs) What do you mean? How about that? It is. I will admit that is a weird store. Of all the stores in the mall, just walking into that one, like you got to make a beeline to the register. Grab like any lingering you do in that store, you become it. Like I, I I do have. I am self conscious for some reason about perusing like shopping for my wife in Victoria's Secret. You can just tell by Yeti's look that he shops in Victoria's Secret for his wife. Done a couple times. (laughs) My man. You walk in like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. Victoria's Secret uh, reminds me of one of my all time favorite words, which is. Negligee. How about that? I didn't. Do they still call them? Ne- <laughs> Do they still call them negligee? Have you been getting into the mimosas? Like, what are you doing? Why are things getting weird? He started his poinsettias early. That's Jesus. right. I'm in a holiday mood, baby. No, um, Jesus. To summarize, no gift cards because it, it's like handing me cash. It puts the Christmas in Christmas. Just try to avoid gift cards as best you can. Yeah. Okay? Agreed. All right, moving on with number four. Then the fourth rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me. No outdoor Christmas lights before December 1st. No exceptions. Greg Cody playing the hits. Listen, the week between Thanksgiving and Christmas season is a no holiday zone. I don't want to see any Christmas lights put up early. When you do put up the lights, here's rule four 
uh, A for A. Avoid large inflatables. I don't want to see a terrorizing 20-foot Santa swaying back and forth in your front yard. Just don't this do it. This is just Greg Cody having resentment for the guy when you drive in his neighborhood. Dude, I got to take... Did you see it? You were in our neighborhood. No, I didn't even notice. No. Oh, my God, dude. It. My wife last night, and Dad, in your defense, you and my wife are very similar in a lot of things. Thank you. We're driving by it, leaving your house last night, and she's just like, that's too much. <laughs> yeah. Like that, Look that at me, Santa is That Santa is 20 feet tall. Exactly. It's terrible. Like, it is a mammoth Santa. It's a, an abomination. That would scare children. A child seeing a 20-foot Santa is terrorized. And he has, and he has like, and he probably has seven or eight big things in his front yard. It's not oh, the only thing. One of which is like a really large dog with a Santa hat. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's a bit much. No. Okay. Uh, number five coming up next. Probably our simplest uh, rule of Christmas. Then the fifth rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me Five golden rings. Oh, sorry, guys. Wrong song. That's okay. No, it didn't. Give us number five again. I trampled all over that. Number five, the next get, get rule, whatever the hell we're doing. <laughs> Very next simple. Guest. Very simple. This assumes that you have uh, a crowd uh, opening gifts on Christmas morn or whenever. Uh, gifts are opened in order, youngest to oldest, no exceptions. Okay. I think that's a good way to keep the peace and you know, yes, maybe limit the screaming. Yep. Thank you. Uh, let's go right on to number six. The next one. That rule really killed. <laughs> Well, you know, it's a, it's a simple one. It's one you can't really argue with. It makes all the sense in the world. That's another one that my wife's family does a little differently. When we go over to her house for the opening of gifts, there's kind of, there's kind of like a lot of like... Like a free-for-all. Like, remember I said, they, they, they kind of all know what they're all getting already. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot okay. of surprise here. So it's just kind of like going through the motions, you know, and... You know, the, the focus is all on Graceland opening the gifts. But other than that, everybody can kind of just open at their own pace. Whereas in our house, it's like yeah. we are t going one by one and everybody's acknowledging that gift. Yes, thank you. You know what it sounds like in, in my in-law's house? Anarchy. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Okay. Yeti, like, be, be the, like, arbiter here, though. Like, are you, is your house, like, one by one and you're opening gifts and you're, like, acknowledging each gift? Or is it kind of like you can open anything at any time and it's... The house I grew up in, since there were seven kids, it was a little bit more like, okay, it was, you know, it was chaos. Um, yeah. And I don't mind a certain amount of that, but, but like, it is still, we still kind of do the same thing now. Like, I don't mind a little bit of chaos, but I do want to make sure, hey, kids, you... You know, get some stuff out of the way before you start handing me stuff because right. my kids are really cool. Like my son is so thoughtful. I'm like here, dad, you know, like he'll try to get us to open yeah. up stuff first. Since I mean, there's only two kids, so it's not like right. there's a lot right. to go around. But yeah, we as long as they get a few open before they start handing me stuff, then then I'm good. And, and you know, I make sure my wife gets to open See, a few before. But me. dad, it's, it seems like we our house is a little odd. <laughs> it seems like we might be the weird ones here, like where people mostly yeah, there is some order, but for the most part, you can open like. In our house, the way we've done it, it's like, no. Whose turn is it, Michael? Yes, thank you. I see Greg with a candy cane ruler, like, slapping people on the hand. No! You're out of line. <laughs> you should, you sh to be a fly on the wall and hear the audio. I'm going to try to record it, actually. I might put a phone. <laughs> oh, I might put a phone of my mom if Uncle Dick starts to open a gift <laughs> yes. before it's his turn. Which he is prone to do. Because my uncle, just like a normal human, is just like, ah, what? I, I thought it was my turn. Sorry, there's a lot of packages here. Like... And my mom will be like, Dick, what are you, 
like it's Graceland's turn. Like she'll like right. shame you. Yeah, because he's the elder right. in the group. Are you excited? Graceland's here, yeah. guys. Yeah, she's excited for birthday Christmas. girl. Da 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 da. Birthday girl turning four. Turning four. She's turning five, five. Greg. Yeah, what do you think? I know. I just I wanted to get a reaction out of her. And she acted wow. like, could he be right? Am I only four? No, you're turning five. Papa's just kidding. Greg Cody. I don't know how to do any of that. It's old. Forgot his own granddaughter's age. <laughs> Grayson's face wow. there is funny. It really was. <laughs> I'm a kidder. Grayson, what do you think Santa's going to bring you? I think I asked for. What'd you ask for? That's a lot of things I can't tell you. Oh, wow. Yes, you can't. You know what Pop's getting Grayson for Christmas? I'm getting her a lump of coal. That's what I'm getting her. <laughs> Greg Cole. What? what are you getting? I'm getting you a lump of coal. Duh. Do I even need that? Mm, well, everyone needs a lump of coal. Do you want to start the grill and cook a nice ribeye out back on the Weber kettle? You need coal. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. All right. Daddy, do you think I need coal? It's a beautiful thing. Graceland, if Santa, if you're not a good girl, Santa brings you coal instead of gifts. That's right. Have you been good this year? Have I? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think she's been mostly good. I think Charlie. Charlie's getting coal. Why? Why? I'm kidding. Is Charlie's dog getting gifts, Greg? Not if I'm giving them. <laughs> and believe me, Erlene will give Charlie more gifts than, than any dog deserves. Bye. Bye. Love you. Happy birthday. All right. We'll start the second half of uh, Greg's 12 Rules of Christmas. This is exciting. It, this is, they only get bigger. Okay. Well, the sixth rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me. Listen, this goes on in our house to this day. Rule number six, here it comes. The two youngest in the group, old enough for the task, play elves and distribute the gifts. Hmm. So me and Michael yep. distribute the gifts. <laughs> Always. Like, I, like what, are, what are these rules? Do, do you make them wear ears? <laughs> yeah, of course. It's usually just a Santa hat, let's say. My sons in their, in their mid-30s are still distributing gifts like elves on Christmas morning. Now it's just Now it's just turned into my mom yelling at where my Uncle Dick should sit. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Dick, that's Greg's seat. Oh, yeah. You don't sit in my seat on Christmas morning. Come on. Okay, here comes the next one. I believe it's Lucky 7. Then the seventh rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me. Uh, in my neighborhood, and this must happen around the country, in my neighborhood, the city uh, sends a uh, float, uh, a float throughout the neighborhoods with playing Christmas music, and uh, Santa Claus is on the float, okay? Throwing candy to people who come out of their houses. But the Santa in my neighborhood every year is a skinny 17-year-old kid. Who looks, to say he looks nothing like the Santa you see in picture books is putting it mildly. City of Plantation, if you can't get a fat old Santa to play Santa, don't even bother. I thought you were like longing, like saying it has to be a skinny 17 year old. No. For, like I, I wanted that to be the Greg Cody rule. It, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I loathe it every year. Uh, wow. I still pick up the candy, but I loathe it every year. Remember the one time our neighbors and chase that thing down because they ran out of candy canes? I do. <laughs> yeah, she was terrorizing the 17-year-old Santa. She was like, and they were just like, we ran out of candy canes. Sorry. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Mary, what the f***? Bleep! This is, our kids want bleeping candy canes on Christmas Eve. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was not a pretty uh, memory, that one. Thank you, though, for reviving it. Uh, okay, here's the next one. They keep getting better and better, don't they? Here's the eighth rule of Christmas Greg Cody gave to me. Okay, number eight, moving on. Keep secrets, please. Take care to hide the gifts, mm. okay? If I'm opening a gift on Christmas morning that I pretty much knew you were getting me, and not because I put it on a list, but because I sort of saw it somewhere in the house, that's on you. You're spoiling my surprise. So wait, if you're snooping, it's on the person hide it better, <laughs> is what you're saying? Well, I'm not, I'm not snooping. Like, in my house, there's a certain closet where I store my unwrapped gifts. Santa closet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's right behind you. Uh, no, it's, it's different, actually. And I tell my wife, don't go in that closet, okay? So it's on her if she does. Oh, she's so going in that closet. Well, uh, that, that's what I'm saying, but that's not on me. I absolve myself. Aren't the gifts that mom get you literally right behind you right now? Um, in a bag? She, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are. We are literally looking at two or three bags behind I know. It's We're true. only missing Gary. Yeah, yeah, Gary the bag Christmas gift. I, Dad, I, I just saying it might be fun in this Christmas episode for you because obviously we're recording this before Christmas. That's right. Like we're recording this in June. <laughs> no, I'm saying it'd be funny if you snooped right now on this podcast. <laughs> like at the gifts behind you. Um, there's there's nothing in there. I think the gifts behind me might be for a certain granddaughter of mine. To be honest with you, uh, I don't think okay. they're anything to do with okay. me. Okay. okay, Greg, that's a big one for me though. Like I need the magic. Let me have the magic of Christmas, and yeah. and and like I want you to launder money to be able to, to hide what you've gotten me. Yes. Like, like if that's what it takes, do that. I'm not going to snoop, but at least try, try to hide it from me. Uh, to that point, another Greg Cody staple that I've stolen is if you're getting a gift that has a packaging that's very distinguishable. Let's say a piece of jewelry. It's like okay, I'm not going to just wrap this little thing that's clearly a jewelry box. I'm going to put it in a big shoe box and put a bunch of like yes. put some like a book. And like, I'll literally, she'll open the shoe box and be like, what's this book? I'm like, I just use that as a weight to like put in the box. Right. This is the gift. It's just like this little item in the box. It's another reason to have friends nearby or get to know your neighbors because I bought my wife a bike a few years ago and I just hit, they let me hide the bike in their garage and uh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, along those lines, there, there has to be a surprise element to Christmas morning. Like I, I'll, I'll admit, my wife and I exchange lists. Like she gives me a half a dozen things that she might want. I give her a half a dozen things I might want, and that's fine. But you you have to buy something that's a surprise. You know, there, right. there just has to be uh, a, an element of that on Christmas morning. Okay. Now the ninth rule of Christmas, Greg Cody gave to me. Moving on. Uh, this we do, and, it, and it's sort of fun and helpful at the same time. A large trash bin is against the wall, and the wadded-up gift wrap is to be thrown basketball-style after presents are unwrapped. That's true. That's fun. Yeah. So, so it, you can't just you can't just go drop it in. You have to shoot it. You have to throw it. Yes. I like it. You have to. And throw also, it. a few times throughout, my my brother and I will be standing in there to step down on all the trash because it's gonna <laughs> yeah with all that fluffy paper. After like a half hour, it's gonna be completely filled. But if you get in there and stand down, you can stomp that thing down to like a quarter filled, and you can you should see our trash can at the end. It's it's a sight to behold. It's satisfying to do that too. I love it. It is. It is. And and this year for the first time we have jumping charlie uh, leaping three or four feet off the ground to intercept the wads of paper <laughs> as they go right toward the rim plainly goaltending but he doesn't care has he chewed any gifts yet 
No, and, and we have some under the tree now. We've, we've done them piecemeal. I had a, a, a one sad gift under the tree for like three days in a row. He got close enough to knock it over, but he has not yet shown a tendency to rip open gifts, which is great. What are the odds he launches into the tree Christmas morning and just like destroys the whole thing? I, <laughs> I think we're cautiously optimistic right now. Now the key is, you know, you don't put dog food in a wrapped gift under the tree because he's, he's got a nose like Jimmy Durante, that guy. He's going to smell right <laughs> through it. What year is that reference from? <laughs> it's probably from the 50s. Jimmy Durante was a vaudevillian era entertainer who was known for his big nose. Why are you saying, are you doing that to be funny? Are you doing like, what? In fa- yeah, in fact, his nickname was the Schnoz, which was a, <laughs> I would love for Jimmy just to be another friend from the old block. <laughs> like is he still with Gary us? The bag. Jimmy Durante. Can we get him, probably get him on the pod. Yeah. Only if you exhume him and reanimate him. I think he's been dead probably for 40 years. All right, good, good reference. Then. Thank you. All right. Okay. Here, right con- beside Leslie Nielsen here in South Florida. That's right. Yes, he is. Uh, the same cemetery as uh, my wife's mother, uh, parenthetically. Leslie Nielsen. Dad, with the angle, it, we can't see the red in your hat, so it just looks like you're wearing a white wig. I am. I'm, we- I'm wearing a babushka. <laughs> Greg Cody gave to me. Listen, Christmas music should be curated by the host of the morning, but should always begin with the Elton John classic, Step Into Christmas. <laughs> just Greg Cody's life. Like, I thought you would think a little My outside list. the box here and be like, you know, let me think of how I can make Christmas good for people. No, it's just, this is what I do every Christmas. Perfect song, though. It's a great Christmas it song. Is. My favorite, probably, because my dad has drilled it in my head my entire childhood. <laughs> right. But yes. Well, and, and here's the funny. other thing. You know, if, if you compare it to Bing Crosby's White Christmas, it's a new Christmas carol. But I'm talking about a song from like circa 1974. I mean, it's paid its dues. It's Plus, who actually around. makes who actually makes Christmas songs that are good? Because like outside of just recreating the classics, right? Like it's difficult. Like Mariah Carey obviously did. Right. That one, this what like Elton John one is a classic. I, I, I don't. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna put this in that category because I love the jam. In sync. Has an all-time classic okay. Christmas, Christmas song. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. I actually heard uh, uh, on Sirius the other day. I heard a great song. I didn't know who was singing it. It turned out to be a Justin Bieber Christmas song, and I don't know the name of it. What's it? Does he have a famous Christmas song? I don't know. I don't <laughs> okay, it was really good though. It was well, that's good. it's great. Yeah. Thank you. No, it was good. <laughs> I have no idea what it was called. Can't sing. I'm lick. You know, Bieber fans out there are going, yeah. His big Chris, his big Christmas hit is such and such and that was it yeah but the people that don't know it are just kind of annoyed and confused <laughs> that's good and, well that's what i do here on the podcast okay here we go you look like leslie nielsen who's <laughs> um, buried right next to my wife's mother so that makes sense i would look like him okay <laughs> you're gonna be married beside <laughs> your mother whoa okay the 11th rule of christmas greg cody gave to me all right here we go the penultimate, penultimate rule of Christmas. Gifts should never be used on Christmas Day. And that <laughs> includes toys. I don't Wait, understand what? this at all. <laughs> no. So if a kid gets a bike on Christmas, you can't you ride can't. it that day. What? What's, the, you, uh, what's the period that's allowed? Um, the next day is fine. The, uh, so, the so, next day is fine. 
What what if you got your wife something you know extra special, maybe from that uh, Victoria's Secret we talked about earlier? Yeah, like a negligee. Yeah. So what about that, Greg? Is yeah, that you save concept? it to the next night. It builds <laughs> anticipation on all parties. So you does know? that mean what? What the, the kid is like? I want to ride my bike, Daddy, and I'm like, wait till the next morning. But Dad, you didn't do that. I would ride it that day. Like, are you resenting <laughs> me my, my entire childhood? Rules of Christmas. <laughs> da, 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 da. That was eleven. What's number twelve? Okay. <laughs> I was hoping we wouldn't get this far. Uh, I don't have a twelfth rule of Christmas. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I, I I didn't want to. You know, have a fake one. I didn't want to make one up. That you didn't want to make one up. <laughs> what did you? You just said kids can't play. They can't, just, yeah, they can't play with their toys. You just on said morning. kids can't play with your yeah. toys. And Listen, you you if I get a pack of underwear, I'm not putting on my new underwear on Christmas morning. I'm waiting. Why did we sell this as Greg's Twelve Rules of Christmas? <laughs> On the 11 days of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Why didn't you just say you had 11? Were you like hoping we just forget and not like... 12 you... sounds better. You know, the 12... What were you thinking was going to happen here at the end? <laughs> at the last minute, I wanted to come up with one that met the, the standard of the other 11, and I just couldn't do it. I'm hoping the listeners forgive me. Uh, on the 11th day of Christmas, I admitted I do not have a 12th. Didn't one of the rules have... Wasn't four? There was a 4A somewhere in there. I know. Yeah, the just... no inflatables was 4A. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So in post... In, in, in post-production, include the... No! The, okay, all right. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy holidays. That was fun, though. Yeah. What is... Who... I didn't even know we had a door. Are we ex- who, is there there's <laughs> someone at the door? I don't, are we expecting anybody? What's going on here? Hello! Oh, wow! Whoa! You know, honestly, I felt this episode maybe was missing something. So what a perfect, what a perfect guest to have right here! Wow! I know you're doing your holiday special, and Greg has his twelve special rules yeah. of Christmas. But I am telling you guys right now, the Greg show, the Greg Cody show, hosted by Greg Cody. <laughs> I am telling you that you cannot do a holiday special and exclude Hanukkah and oh, the Jews. Okay? Oh, wow. Okay. So you have your rules for your holiday, and I have my rules for mine. How about that? Oh, wh- I like what is it. The, is this a top five, uh, eight crazy rules? What do we got here? This is the eight crazy rules of Hanukkah. Wow. Whoa. That's uh, terrific. Uh, Thank you. Thank right. you. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Don't forget A.J. Dillon is Jewish and reach out to him and wish him a happy Hanukkah. <laughs> the quad father. <laughs> I mean, how about that? (laughs) Did you know he was Jewish? I did not. No idea. Never gave it a second thought. (laughs) Number seven. Festival of Lights, my ass. My lights go out at 9 p.m. I got to go to bed. I mean. Wow. (laughs) This is big with my dad. Dad, what time do you turn off your Christmas lights? Just before bed, which is typically 1030, 11, 1130. That late, huh? Yeah, yeah. Thank God I celebrate Hanukkah. That's right. (laughs) When I remember to do it, sometimes they're on overnight. So Santa can see my, my roof. Right. So, so I guess really what I'm saying is number seven is enough of the lights. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree. Okay. Lighting is overrated. That's right. <laughs> Bring back darkness. Number six. Never throw away a bad gift ever. Oh. It is. Listen, it should be higher. Okay. But a bad gift can sometimes be your best friend because what do you do with a bad gift? You re-gift it to a friend you don't really care about. I mean, how about that? Stugats, have you ever get, gotten caught in a re-gift? No. 
No, I'm yeah, too no. good. I'm too yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing in my life I keep track of. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What a thoughtful gift. Okay. Number five. Get out of here with eight crazy nights. One is more than enough. I mean, <laughs> enough. Eight. So you want to do, hey, Christmas has got to figure it figured out, man. We get it done one day. Exactly. Well, then I got two. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So two days done. Yeah. Like 36 hours done. Yeah. Number four. Soft matzo balls in my soup, please. Uh, You're going to ruin my Hanukkah and my soup with hard matzo balls that I have to cut with a knife and a fork. Right. Get the hell out of here. I mean, I where's, the best, yeah. where's the best matzo ball soup around, Stugatz? Do you have a spot? I love matzo ball soup. Ooh. Uh, I mean, my mom... Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, but no, but other other than that, 2J's has a very good... You guys have been yes. to 2J's, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we go 2J's has we, an we, excellent we, yeah. matzo ball soup. Super soft matzo balls, which is the key. That and thinly sliced carrots. Oh, uh, amazing. Oh, wow. 2J's okay. is the coldest restaurant I've ever been in. I love yeah, going there. Freezing. Me and my dad, the one by our house, I eat, we go there probably a couple times a month. We love that spot. But it's just always freezing. You got to bring a sweater. Yeah. Uh, it's an odd fact that no one needed, but I needed to get it in there. That's very cold. Well, well let, me, let me ask you this, though. Can a matzo ball be too soft where it's almost falling apart? It can be too soft. So you have to find that sweet spot where it's not too hard, not too soft. But if you have to lean, if you have to lean to hard or soft, baby, yeah, uh, you go baby. soft. <laughs> yeah, so I feel the same way about meatballs. Like right. I like a soft meatball, and sometimes my wife accuses me of, of ma- baking the meatball too long, and it's hard, and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, okay, all right. all right, good. I've kind of lost track. Are we at number four? I, I think, think we're, we're number three. Yeah, number number three. three. Wish me happy Hanukkah on the first day, and let's move the <laughs> on. I mean, seriously. <laughs> You don't want eight of those uh, wishes. I don't need it every day. I mean, it's sometimes <laughs> nine, ten deep. I, I, please, certainly not past the eighth day, but once is enough. Okay, yeah. first day. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I, I feel the Thank same you. way about birthdays. Wish me a happy birthday on my birthday. Right, right, that's exactly. That's all I, need. I mean, yeah. you don't like a week of. So no. if your birthday's Friday, you don't like a Monday text nope. of like, "Hey, happy birthday, Christopher." I'm not saying that if you give me eight happy Hanukkahs on eight consecutive days, I'm going to be mean to you but here's where i'm going to start to be mean to you when you start giving me bonus happy hanukkahs okay there's <laughs> not a ninth or a tenth it, right. day it's over okay yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> keep it moving it's honor the holiday come on that's right <laughs> number two eight gifts my ass i mean <laughs> 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 you want me to get everyone that means something in my life eight gifts Get out of here. First night, you'll get one gift. It will be a special gift, and you ain't getting anything else. I don't know. And it might be a re-gift. I mean, depending on who you are. We're not even giving a gift on the last. You don't bookend it? Not two gifts? Not first and eighth, maybe? You don't bookend it? No. Any gift I'm giving is being given to you on the first night. And if you didn't get one on the first night, you ain't get one. I mean, I like it. That's a good rule. Yes. Rule we can all live by. And the number one rule from Stugatz for Hanukkah is... But feel free to get me eight gifts. (laughs) (laughs) You. Wow. You always do it. You always do it. Uh, A holiday holiday special is nothing without Stugatz. That was great. That was great. Thank you. Thank you, guys. But feel free to give me eight gifts. Perfect. (laughs) Perfecto. (laughs) 
<laughs> or nine You'll, even, you know, throw in a bonus. That, right, a little bonus gift. Not a bonus happy Hanukkah, but a ninth gift is fine. Bonus gift. We love you this much. Here's a ninth gift. <laughs> Look at the balance you brought to this episode. Uh, that's right. Well, that's what I bring. That was your, it's your Christmas gift. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And I take it as such. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Sugats. He came uh, through for us. He did. I mean, really, what a delight. Yeah. He's, what a treat. He's great. His, uh, how many rules was it? He came through with what? Eight rules of Hanukkah? Eight yeah. rules okay. of Hanukkah. He actually had eight, too. And, and I, yeah, I he actually, yeah, yeah, he actually came through with he's, the proper number, Greg. I know. And he, 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 arrived and, he arrived and said he had eight, and then he delivered eight. He did. Not seven. I know. Wow. Okay. I'm ashamed. But I, I, want, I want the audience, real quick, before we move on, I want them to rewind this several times to when Stugatz makes his entrance and says hello. Yeah. And anytime yeah. you're sad this next year, anytime you're having a rough day, play that over and over and over. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> wow. And redownload our episode again, too. I mean, multiple times. That won't hurt things either. Yeah, please. Yeah. It'd yeah. be like a little holiday gift for us. But it will It will make you feel happy, 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 happy. Yes. Okay. So, you know what we're doing right now? It's the Mount Gregmore of all-time best Christmas gifts of received. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Okay. Oh wow. Yes. Am I gonna crack this list here? Because I there's one gift that I have in mind here I'm hoping can make this list. Don't get your hopes up. Honorable mention, a battery powered Tonka tank was a most memorable gift in my youth. Also a most memorable wow. gift. Why in did my your youth. where'd your energy just go? It's because I'm getting emotional now. It's sentimental. Okay. He would play with that Tonka tank on his Pebble Drive at fourteen forty. Sorry. Right. I'd spend hours at 1440 stacking encyclopedias so the tank would climb them. This edges out the miniature pool table from another distant Christmas morn. Number five, It's a Wonderful Life, a film from 1946 that is an annual holiday tradition in our house. Important enough to make this list, in all honesty. And I'm saying thank you uh, posthumously, James Stewart as George Bailey. The great Lionel Barrymore is Mr. Potter. I'm going to interrupt you. Hold on. Why is this a gift? Because it, 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 it that movie is a gift in my life. No, okay. this is not the game we're playing. Yes, it is. Game wrong. These are no, my all-time best Christmas that, gifts. Like, then I'm a gift. And then I better be on this list. <laughs> Wow, Christopher is genuinely angry. I'm getting an angry <laughs> it, look. But like, no, but like you're changing the rules in this game, so now it can just be anything that is like a gift in your life. Like that's no, it's phys- like things you've been given as a gift. That's what this was. Like what? Wow, am I on there? That wasn't all. Am I on there? Why do you want to be on there? I'm not naming my sons or my wife. <laughs> why? But why? Is why? It- why is Jimmy Stewart more of a gift than your children? Wow. You know what? This is Mount Gregmore. Get your own mount. Exactly. Make it mount it's the Chris Greg Moore. Cody's. It's it, if we're see. I should never have done this because now <laughs> I'm right. You shouldn't have put them in as a, a, a the Mount Greg Moore of just gifts. That so those received. petals are a gift. Okay, now I'm gonna read four more gifts, and you're gonna be like, why isn't my gift on there? Why didn't so, he name so, my gift? So none. Of, but the first one you named was an actual gift you received, right? And I consider it's a wonderful life to be a gift that I open every year. That's why, like, I was like, Dad, what? Like, did someone give you like a a, v- a VHS? Like, that's why I was like, you just misinterpreted your own Mount Gregmore. Happy holidays. I watch that movie every year, and I consider it a gift. And I don't appreciate right, on. you interrupting me like this. This is ridiculous. It is not in the Christmas spirit for you to second guess the entire point of my Mount Gregmore. If I want to say it's a wonderful life is my number five, I'ma say that. <laughs> Okay. okay. Happy holidays. Yeah. 
Seriously. Number four, a Ms. Pac-Man arcade game that I have to this day in my game room and still play frequently. That's a gift. Thank you. Thank you for sanctioning my number four. They need it at this point. Number three, a new Corvette. (laughs) It was my first. It was white, and it was in my driveway on Christmas morning. It was my first. It was white. It said, (laughs) and it was in my driveway. My driveway. The poinsettias are getting to him. (laughs) My my grave way. It was in my grave (laughs) way. But here's the thing. How old were you, Greg? I was 12. Um, It did not have a big red bow on it, but I forgave her. I forgave your mother. I think it did. I remember it was Christmas Eve, and like one of mom's like young attorney friends drove it. What was that guy's name? It wasn't Brad. It was no. um, (laughs) Who was like her first? I know. I forget. I forget his name. That moved on, yeah, and like he's doing really well. I love how we're just having we're just having a moment right now. I know, right? Okay, that was number three, the new Corvette. Number two, a surprise trip to see Elton John during his Red Piano residency at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. Tickets so close, we were among those allowed on stage during the encore, and I stood at arm's length from lead guitarist Davey Johnston. That was quite <laughs> I like, I like the idea of, and then I was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was on stage next to the guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I shouldn't have been. I was so close to him, I could I could feel his sweat flying off me. Yeah, he, he was flying off was you. It was flying off you how to get there it was unbelievable baby yeah and uh and number one my first and only grandchild graceland came home from the hospital on christmas day 2017 thank you that's an appropriate gift thank the you. greatest gift this grateful man has ever had the gift that keeps giving every time i see her and my heart sings she can't hear you god you that would have been such a touching moment if you hadn't put that movie in there too <laughs> Like, it totally just throws off the scale. So the most important thing in your life ever was your grandchild. And the second most important thing that isn't an actual gift, because you only put two things on there that wasn't an actual gift. So before your wife and, and your fa- and your sons, it's that movie. So, so we finish in the honorable mention somewhere, basically. <laughs> I'm no, no, that. I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> wither in your own ridiculousness right now. Yeti, who's who's wrong? Who's being ridiculous here? I understand what Greg is saying, but that's not a gift unless it was gifted to you. The physical right. copy of "It's a Wonderful Life." It's a gift to humanity. See, Dad, that was okay. such a nice curveball you threw at the end there. If you did all literal gifts, and then number one was Graceland, oh, that's such a chef kit, chef's kiss. But you just picked a movie randomly. I know it's a Christmas movie, and I guess that's why you did it. Okay. But it's just simply not that important to you. This movie. So I feel like. This is a bad vibe for our holiday. It, it really is. And, and no, no. And you can edit this out or you can leave it in. But this has taken a turn that is a bad vibe for our holiday thing. For you to obsess about the fact with me putting a cherished Christmas film that I watch every single year. It, it's, yeah. it's with The Wizard of Oz as my favorite film of all time. I watch it every single year. And you are deriding that as if it's not a legitimate thing that I consider a gift. And I, I take umbrage at that. I think it's a very bad vibe for what we're trying to convey in a happy holiday uh, episode. I do. At least at least you look like Leslie Nielsen saying all that. And that's fine. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> all right. Dad, I, Dad we're good. Let me, I, I know it's going to make you feel better here. It's time for hard knocks. And you did, I have to admit, <laughs> you did a lot of odd things with this team. 
this season. And I know the jury's still out. Like as we're recording this, they still have a, you guys have a big playoff matchup going on. Yeah. But uh, you guys tried to get in the holiday spirit this year with the Lobos. What'd you do? Well, you know what? We, we went caroling. Uh, I had a bunch of the guys uh, come, you know, I invited the whole team, of course, and we, we had a fun time. We, we went caroling in our neighborhood. We sang some songs and let's get to it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Dad, why am I standing in your driveway with T. Higgins and Lamar Jackson? Well, okay, the Lobos, it's a Lobos Christmas. We're, a few, we're in the middle of the holiday season. We are immersed. We're in the middle of the holidays. Christmas is a couple of days away as we're recording this. I, my, you're here. Uh, Michael is here. Younger son, Michael. Okay. Uh, Uncle Dick's here. We got a whole... We're, look, see, everyone's in this... In the, Everybody's in the mood. Yeah. Uncle Dick is here. Uh, T. Higgins is a little confused. T.D. Higgins. <laughs> Uh, Lamar is here. He's got plenty of free time because he's been injured, and the Lobos are storming. Sorry, Lamar. I know this is awkward. Championship despite L. Jack. L. Jack, you know I'm kidding you. Can we start caroling? What are we doing? Okay, let's walk around. Let's carol. Okay, here right, we let's, go. Let's, right. We're in your neighborhood. Your people are all right. This is where all Dad right. goes. There's my neighbor, Carol. All right. All right. Hello, Lobos. T, come on. Always please we bring I don't hear L Jack. I don't either. I think he's embarrassed. He doesn't have much of a voice. Better arm than a voice. Lobos told me be a P.I. fantasy king to see We are all our finest plays we bring Lobos told me who said that? P.F.I. Fantasy King Percy Our finest plays we bring We lost T. Higgins I know, all of my players have gone Alright, Lobo Nation, baby Alright, let's go Bows Merry Christmas, everybody Merry Christmas Lobos told me pa-rum-pa-pum-pum P.F.E.I. fantasy Dad, hold on. Like, to yeah, see pa-rum-pa-pum-pum <laughs> Our finest plays we bring pa-rum-pa-pum-pum That's it. That's all I got. I'm glad our neighbors liked it. I'm glad nobody yelled from their house. Shut up out there. I think it went over well. Can we do it as a group here on the way out? Sure. All right, let's do it. Lobos told me. 
pum 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 FBI fantasy king to see pum 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 our finest plays we bring pum 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 to lay before L Jack pum 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 I think it's fitting that we ended, I know we just had that, but before that we ended this year on a high note, me and you, and really, <laughs> just really loving each other and right. appreciating each other. And Yeah, I love you. Just I've, never felt, I've, I've never felt closer to you than I do right now. I know. We well. We're no, both- I'm. I'm t- Dad. I. I, yeah. I want to be nice here at the end. I love you. I'm sorry for being a dick to you sometimes. Yeah, Uncle Dick. Um, it all yeah. comes from a place of frustration because being a producer and a son is tough. Yeah, it really is. Especially but, uh, for the no. father. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, we're good. We're all good, kid. It's all good. No, but I appreciate both of you. I have a lot of fun doing this podcast. I have a lot more fun doing it now that we have Yeti in my life. Because b- before we had Yeti, I started hating doing this podcast <laughs> because of all the all the work it takes. But Yeti has saved the day with that. He's added to this show, as we talked about, I believe, in the Moss episode. Um, or we told him privately. I don't know what's on the air and what's off the air anymore. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we love you and appreciate you, Yeti. We appreciate this audience. It's really cool, genuinely, as you know, creators to see this podcast form its personality over three years and evolve. And I think it's become a place that it's fun for us to hang out with. It's fun, it's fun for us to do, so it's fun for the audience to come along with the ride. And, it's my uh, favorite part of the week. Yeah, and I love you both, and I love you, audience, and I just wanted to say that as we end here. Yeah, and, and, and I want to say this is our third year, and it's uh, we're, we're, we're growing. This is our most successful year. We've had the most listeners uh, in 2022 uh, than we've had in the first two years, and we thank all of you. You're the ones. Uh, we put a lot into it, a lot of love, a lot of laughs, but ultimately, uh, you, you all bring in your interest to us is what's very gratifying and we thank you seriously love you guys too love everybody happy holidays happy holidays we're taking next week off ladies and gentlemen but be ready for our next episode monday january 9th yes thanks for tuning in yes the FBI fantasy king to see me and my did you just say you and your rum? That kind of thing. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>